Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like, Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Welcome in to Danny and Dusty on this Thursday. Thanks for being a part of our afternoon. Letting us be a part of yours. No Danny Morang. Morangatang's still out. Uh, the the plan is I have I've talked with Mr. Morang tomorrow. Jeff Rust, however, still poisoned by Will Ortner. Again, mm. don't make me call the lawyers. I'm already having to sue Suk. I'm gonna have to sue him again after all the bad things he said about me yesterday. I don't want you to join that lawsuit. <clears throat> my hey, I my just, radio I, mentor. I heard it on the radio. I heard it on the radio, but you'll you'll be in again tomorrow. Hopefully, Danny is back tomorrow as well. Uh, the sickness, man, it, it's it's out there. It's getting it's getting everyone out there. I don't know how everyone's been in their house for the last week. Yeah, well, I mean, Danny's on like week uh, two weeks of being sick. Yeah, that's true. You know? He really he got got. He like, did. He got got. I assume at this point he got the plague. I think that's fair. I think it's a fair assumption. What else could it be? You know, and uh, like I. I I think squirrels were getting the plague, so why couldn't I think the plague's back? Okay, yeah, plague plague is back in a big way. Biggest comeback of the year, twenty twenty four. The plague. Well, it was back in twenty twenty. You don't remember those headlines? No, COVID kind of took that over. Well, no, that was the th- whole thing. It was like COVID was doing its thing, and then all of a sudden, yeah. squirrels are getting the plague. Oh, time to watch out! Damn, watch out now. Hey, uh, YouTube is back up and working. That's right. Uh, the YouTube stream is up. And what was wrong with YouTube is exactly what I suspected was wrong with YouTube. And I, I we went to this yesterday, mm, and I do. asked you, because you're like, we have no internet to the YouTube. I said, is the Ethernet plugged in? And you said, I don't know. It turns out that was the problem with the YouTube. This is what happens when engineering is is at home in this in the storm. It was a cord that just needed to be plugged in. Look, 
I don't touch any of these chords. That's... There are a lot of chords that mm-hmm. go to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And the last thing mm-hmm. that anyone needs is Will Ortner trying to plug something in or unplug something and replug it back yeah. in. This isn't, you know, your old school N64 okay. or whatever. What did what did uh, IT guru Joey tell you yesterday? What? How did your conversation with IT Joey go yesterday? He goes, I can't fix it if I'm not in there. The best thing that I can do is you can either restart it yeah. or you can just record the video. Okay. And I said, I'll try restarting it. You, I tried restarting you it. You did not. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I, I hit record. <laughs> you just hit record. You said, no, nope, good the, enough. If our IT guru can't figure it out, why would I be able to figure it out? It was a cord that just needed to be plugged in. You came over here and tried to plug in the cord, and you weren't yeah. able to do it either. It was in It was in the back room, which I Joey laid that out. You could have just gone in there and, and looked room? in the server room. Oh, I'm not going in there. Where there's You call Joey, and he's I just like, call hey, Joey. go to this spot and plug. see if cords are plugged in. I called Joey. Simple. Mm-mm. Simple. I Are called you lazy. No. Lazy. I called Joey. He said you can restart <laughs> the computer or not. And I just said, All right, I'm gonna record. Well, I'm right. not gonna mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just learned mm. that we have like a wellness room. Yeah, we do. Had no idea. Well, it's not a wellness room as much as it is uh that's what it's called. Yeah, well, that's what it's called. But it's just a room with a chair for Yes. For uh mothers to pump or breastfeed. Yeah, I I had no idea. I didn't know that you shouldn't really have a use for that room. Like when you say wellness room it's like is there like a treadmill, is it like a gym, what do we have here? Like no, it's just a it's a it's a closet that has a chair in it. And, it, and sur- of, surrounding that chair a lot of energy drinks. Celsius, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of energy drinks surrounding energy that drinks. chair in there. And that's how you found the wellness room and and God bless you for finding it. Because you're full of energy today. Well, shoot, someone had to be. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got, uh, oh, yeah, there's people supporting you, believing Danny does have the plague. It's the only logical mm. explanation. Yeah. As someone who has MD in their Twitter handle, that does not yeah. stand for medical doctor. Yeah. What does it mean? You don't want to know. Well, <laughs> I guess you're right. Okay. There's milk in there. There's there's a daddy in there somewhere. It's a whole thing. Whoa. Okay. So M and D. There's a milk in there, and there's a milk daddy. Yeah. I drank wow. a gallon of milk and didn't puke in college, so all my oh. friends. Yeah. And they called call you milk daddy. Well, they had to call me that. That's what. Oh, so my payment gave, was. You well, gave look, yourself it was, a. It was a lot thing. of uh, bros you, being bros. Yeah. And uh, we had a gallon gallon of milk, and mm-hmm. I got challenged to drink it, and that was the payment they had to give me. And you did. I did. Did not and puke. Did. Had to take a like four hour nap. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, RJ chiming in. Um, just check with Dan Lanning, and it's clear Danny being sick is a choice. Dan Lanning, big on uh, being sick is a choice. I don't know if he chose to do this to himself. <laughs> Gave himself the plague. Yeah. Well, look, um, sickness is not a choice. No. How you handle said sickness is. But what Danny's doing is. Is way more healthy than what I would do when That's I'm right. sick. I just come in. Yeah. Which Please I'm don't. learning after yesterday's chastising from one Jason Sukanic. Yeah. I might be a little bit crazy. Yeah, you are. You are. Why? Uh, because he said you're crazy for driving your Camry in the ice. Well, look, he, he made up a fake story. Like the idea that I a part-time fill-in worker who's yeah. paid hourly mm-hmm. was able to call the boss 
and then demand mm. that we still have a show, then call you, demand that you get in and you listen to me yeah. and come in, that didn't happen. I just came in because I didn't check my email, and That's then right. everyone was like, well, if Will's there, might as well do a show. That's right. And if he didn't want to do the show, just stay home. That's call. right. He had the video of his son ice skating on the street. Okay, everybody would have been like, yeah, all right, we get it, even though we all knew he could get in. That's we right. All knew. Well, just call. Yeah. Just be an adult about it and be like, hey, I don't want to come in. I feel scared. Yep. Even though I have four-wheel drive and a Bronco, which is what my car is specifically designed for. Mm-hmm. Not you, Sook. You're speaking as No, Sook. yes, I have a Camry. Now also, you, not Now you are just taking Sook's, like, you're not even wearing his skin as a suit. I you're wouldn't. just calling yourself... I have a Bronco. No, I, I am you're just assuming his this, life. Yeah, you're just situation. assuming his life. In this hypothetical, okay. I am yeah. Souk. Okay. And he has a Bronco, four-wheel drive. Yeah. You can come in. And if not, that's fine. Call out. That's okay. There I you. made it in in my 16 sure. Camry. If yeah. you are not able to do that because you can't handle a little ice and snow, that's fine. Uh, I'll tell you, the ice in some parts are very dangerous. Uh, yesterday after the show, I went and I delivered uh, some groceries to my parents who are both uh, sick, not with what Danny has, but uh, they're both sick, so they they they're not leaving the house right now. And they live up in in the hills, so I went and I delivered groceries to them, and I called them before and I was like, "Hey, are your roads clear? Right? Like, what are, what are we working with here?" And they they said, uh, "Yeah, we got some. I can see water running down the street." You must it, be it's good. Clear. They, they, they de-ice the, the roads. And I was like, okay. Um, so I start driving down there. I go up, and I get up the hill. They did de-ice, like, the main road up there. And then I get to this little side street. And you go, go down this big hill. They live at the bottom of this hill. So you drive up a big hill. You drive down a smaller but very steep hill mm-hmm. to get to their house. And I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm going... Okay, this does not look like there's just water running freely. And at that point, my car just starts spinning in circles. I'm in I'm not in a 2016 Camry. I am in a uh, Ford Explorer with four-wheel drive, which it has been activated and is working. And I am now going in circles on what appears to be a a normal street with water running down it. It is not. It was just a sheet of straight ice. It was all ice. And as I'm spinning, I see a light pole, and I go, OS. And my life is going in slow motion. Like, this is the most expensive trip of going and getting groceries I've ever been on in my life. And I correct. I get around the pole, and I'm still spinning. I'm just spinning down the hill. And I then notice I'm going into one of my parents' neighbor's driveways. There's a car parked there correct the other way keep spinning and all of a sudden i'm now in the middle of the street finally and i'm going okay let's get the wheel straight still not able to stop i see that there's a little subaru at the bottom of that hill that had attempted at some point to drive up said hill and wasn't able to do so and they just left their car at the bottom of the hill at this point i go i'm gonna run directly into that vehicle <laughs> so i go and i Get the car to crash into like a little bit of a snow bank there. Nice little safe landing. Nice little safe landing. I get out of the car, promptly fall on my ass because it is slippery. And I mean, it, when I say it is a sheet of ice, I mean, it. Look, you can see the pavement through. It is like a, you know, those crystal clear lakes that freeze over, right? You know those videos. And it's like that. I can see the bottom of the street. I'm on my butt. 
I look up. There's two people that were trying to walk up. Matt and Sarah, big shout outs to you guys, uh, because they were like, oh, my. <laughs> that is like it's it is like they were trying to walk up to go to their their friend's house up the street. And they're like, nope, we're out. At that point, I realized if I didn't crash into the snowbank, that Subaru is the least of my worries. I probably would have run over Matt and Sarah. <laughs> Who are walking up the street. They might have dove out of the way. I then get out, after I get up and uh, off my tushy there, I look and there is a, like a house slipper wedged under my front tire. That's weird. Did you right? have a uh, I turn, extra companion? <laughs> no. I turn and I look up a little bit further. There's another house slipper sitting there in the middle of the street. And I'm like, why are there two slippers in the middle of this road? Did I run somebody over and just not notice it? No, I didn't do that. Uh, so the two people that walked up, they're like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yep, I'm good. They're like, yep, we're going home. They go home. I go and I talk to the neighbor whose house I'm, I'm now basically parked in his yard. And I'm like, hey, uh, that's my car. You know, my parents live down the street. And he's like, yeah, just leave it. Just leave it, man. And I'm looking at him and he's got some, he's got some wounds on his head. His house slippers are the ones in the middle of the street. He went to get the mail and he went, ass over tea kettle landed on his head and he'd do an army crawl back to the house he's like just leave it dude just leave it so at this point i'm going all right what am i gonna do here uh i can't go into my parents house they're sick i don't want to get sick just drop the groceries on their front door and i'm like all right i'm gonna find a way out this gets compounded by the fact that my wife calls me at this point and she's like hey uh, how are the roads getting up to your parents? Well, funny story. Uh, stuck right now. Super easy to get down. And at this point, my wife gives me the, like, you dumbass. I, you, you, what are you doing driving down that hill? And so my options then go from, hey, maybe my, my wife will be totally understanding about me doing something nice for my parents and be like, yeah, I'll come get you too. I can't ask for help at this point. I got to find my way out of this. I cannot have this big I told you so lingering over me. You know, be, right. no husband wants that. So I'm like, all right, it looks like I'm getting to work here. I always keep, when it gets icy out, I'm a little paranoid about this stuff. I keep mm. a shovel and I keep a, like a, a thing of de-icer, like a container of de-icer. Smart. Just in case you get stuck. And, of course, I have chains in there too. So at this point, I'm like, all right, let's see how thick this, this ice is. The ice is coming up pretty easy. Neighbor guy, Matt, he's like, I couldn't leave you out here, man. I, I'm coming back. I'm going to help you out. This Top is where G. Matt's a hero. Top G. He is. So we come up with a plan, and uh, he's like, all right, we'll just kind of give you a little spot where you get some traction here, and we'll like, we'll just dig out you know, a little alleyway to get to the opposite side of the street where you can get down the hill and into safety. I'm like, got it. We end up coming up, formulating the plan. We get the chains on, and this is where... I'm pretty sure I couldn't tell. You know, there's like snow piled up on the side of the road. I'm just pretty sure that my route out of there eventually was, I think I drove in some people's lawns, basically everybody's lawn, all the way up the hill, all the way up. Like, I mean, I don't, I I hope I was on the street. I probably wasn't. I probably wasn't. I'm just going to be honest with this. I was as close to the street as I could be, but I, w- I needed the snow because I couldn't get any traction on the ice. That's fair. That's and fair. so I just trudged up this hill. So big shout-outs to Matt. That was, uh, I- I'll say, I did three 
360s, all in very slow motion, going down this hill to like avoid the light pole, al- avoid the car in the driveway, and then the final one to kind of get me straight. This was like probably my mo- this is my number one badass driving moment of my life. Like just saving it. Like car wasn't wrecked, didn't do it. Like I avoided all the uh, all of the obstacles. I felt like I'd been training for this my entire life by playing like Cruising USA, you know, the video game when you're in the arcade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt I felt like I was really well prepared for that. But moral of the story, these eyes, these roads, no joke if you're on the hills. Watch out now. Yes. And apparently we're going to get more f- freezing rain coming. Well, I just got told by yeah. Super IT Joey. Yeah. We're the last in the building again. All right. You and I might have to share the Kim Jong-un pillow. I'll fight you for it. Wait, does this mean Isaac and Suk are not coming in today? When's this email going to come thing, in? That's the thing. I don't know. Well, dude, I don't get half the emails. I just learned how to check my email. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, that's a lie. I, I know how to check it. I just don't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But uh, I feel like the the lessons that we all learn here is, one, be careful on those roads. Right. Uh, like Matt. The hero said, if you weren't in the will before, you've got to be in the will now mm-hmm. to the parents because I delivered I delivered the soup. You're a hero. You're I a I gave superhero. the groceries. I am a soup hero. You know, some, some people are saying. I, I heard it on the radio. People are I mean, saying yeah. Dusty Hera equals hero. Yeah, that's right. I'll that's say right. that for you. I'll beat that drum. But that was a, uh, that was, damn. That was something. I went. I went through it. That's went a through crazy. It. Experience. And as uh, I, I'm going through here. Jordan says that's called the 1080, Dusty. Well, at oh this my point, goodness, it is. At this point, I did the 1080. I mean, I would call them separate three six, but I mean, it wasn't one continuous slide down this hill. In people say, I saw my life flash before my eyes. I say no. I saw my wife the entire time just going, I told you so. Hands and on then hips. that phone call that I got, it just reinforced that I was right. <laughs> I, was, I had to get I was home. Like, this is the most expensive grocery trip of my life. And this is going to be the biggest I told you so of all time. And so uh, it took me an hour and a half, but I got out of there. And uh, be careful on the roads, people. It's still, it's still a mess out there. And then I got to our parking lot today which yesterday was just an absolute ice rink. Today, it was a more manageable ice rink, but uh, I got a little cocky and almost fell again coming in. Really? Well, no, yeah. dude, you got you to gotta do, uh, do the scoot, the ice skate. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, the, this is a good point. Uh, big mistake answering that call. I can't reinforce that enough. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was, it was on, it was on me. Like, that's mm-hmm. a, I'm a vet. I need to, I, I can't be just taking shots from, from management there. When when you, you know, know uh, you make a mistake like that, do you uh, do you ever just like do a quick little blocking or muting? No, no, I, I, I don't do that either. Yeah, Mom. <laughs> you just hit the quiet button. Uh, I, I put the do yeah. not disturb. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh, uh, I messed up after I was told not to do something. But you know what? Do not disturb. It was worth it. I don't know if I. 
I don't know if I. Well, I know this. Uh, I, I wouldn't do it again. I'd play. I'd play my cards a little bit differently. Just definitely wouldn't trust that hill. But I was feeling good about about where I was at there. So uh, thank you, Matt and Sarah, uh, for the help. And um, God, I just I keep going through it. I keep going through it in my mind. Not the car. Not anything else. That would have been a tough. I don't know how I. I don't know how I come back from that big. I told you so. Just lingering over my head. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. All you can do is just put a smile on your face and power through it. Right. You force yourself through. You got to find a way. Yeah. You got to find a way to get yeah, home. You do it. If only DeAndre Ayton had a wife that was at the Moda Center. Hey, let's get into that, shall we? Let's get. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get to that. That's what stopped him. If only his wife was at the Moda Center. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this was, the story of the day was ice in Portland. DeAndre Ayton unable to get to his first game back after missing 11 games to market 12. And Portland, DeAndre Ayton. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Got ridiculed. The city of Portland got ridiculed. We got dragged by everybody. All of a sudden, people became weather experts on what it's like to live in Portland, Oregon during an ice storm. But more importantly, the Blazers own the Brooklyn Nets right now. I, I think we learned that. Danny Dusty on the fan. N80, the fan. All right, Portland Trailblazers beat the Brooklyn Nets 105-103. We'll talk about that game, but the the story heading into it was DeAndre Ayton unable to get out of his home, (laughs) which by all accounts, and I talked to Danny last night, um, in in between coughs, he was able to give me the rundown on what was going on with DeAndre Ayton in in his home. Apparently, like you were dealing with trees, you were dealing with a lot of ice and a vehicle that he drives, not really conducive to driving in elements, but even if he had a vehicle, he couldn't have gotten out of there. And that is, in trust me, the Blazers were, they tried everything to get DeAndre Ayton to the game. What about a helicopter? Maybe they didn't try everything. They didn't call me. They did not call Will Ortner in his 2016 Toyota Camry to, to get DeAndre Ayton out, which is an oversight, if we're being quite honest. If anyone showed that they could drive in the ice and the snow, it's one Will Ortner. I think it is Will Ortner. But I also do think, you why know? couldn't they helicopter? I'm assuming he has a big house. I don't know. <laughs> what if they threw down yeah, like a rope? Because everybody that lives in a big house has plenty of room to land a well, helicopter. Don't land it. Throw oh, down like some rope. 
Oh yeah. Why couldn't he? He's an athlete. Yeah, just he can uh, climb up the rope. What do you think this is? Like you Gym watch, class. you watch Predator one time, and you're like, you know what you can do out of a helicopter? It worked in Predator. Why wouldn't it work? <laughs> Throw here? down the ladder. He can hold on with one arm, and yes. he can hold a machine gun in case anything weird he happens. He wouldn't need to. He yeah. just need to hold his basketball yeah. bag. He'd have his shoes and his ball. Something tells me that the guy who was born in the Bahamas and lived most of his life in the state of Arizona, definitely not equipped to be driving in the snow, first of all. But even so, it was the roads were not navigable where DeAndre Ayton lives. So what came out of that was everybody's like, oh, people in Portland, so soft, don't know how to drive in a little bit of ice and snow. Listen here. (laughs) What we had was it? Friday night or Saturday morning through Monday until the freezing rain started. That was more of what people deal with in like the Midwest or, you know, Central Oregon. Where is that? It's that fluffy, powdery snow, right? You couldn't yeah. even build a snowman in it. it you was, can't it build was, a snowball. You could drive around um, over the weekend in, in the snow. It was, uh, it, the roads were okay to drive. This ice is completely different. Yeah. Like, and we we don't treat every single side road um, year round and prepare for these sorts of things because it just doesn't make sense for a week out of out of the year, right? That we have this weather. We just shut down for a week now because it happens well, yeah. every year now. But this ice is it's different. Like it's different than what most places are going through. And I. Uh, I Oregon and Portland were definitely the the punchline of a lot of the jokes yesterday because I don't know it's a weird thing when you're starting center who's like you know what right knee finally healthy after eleven games out wrong <laughs> wrong it, he can't make it to the game like if that and that is the most blazery thing that could happen that might not be the worst thing ever though because like I had knee tendonitis knee tendonitis hurts it if does you fall. It's just going to re-aggravate the knee tendonitis. It might have been too dangerous for DeAndre Ayton to come out. Yeah, yeah. right. You but know what I'm, like, what if he slipped and you fell trying him, to get into his car? Me, what if he slipped and fell trying to hold onto that ladder from the helicopter, Will? he? No, the helicopter. How long do you think that ladder is, by the way? Just, uh, I don't know. You need, like, a couple feet. <laughs> You'll be fine. 30 feet of rope. You're yeah. good. Just hang on to it. Yeah. Yeah. The Allens have money for a helicopter. It, don't act like they don't have helicopter money. Do you think that if the Blazers were in like win now mode, yes. DeAndre Ayton would have made it to the game? I think if we're in <laughs> win now mode and this is like a big game for first place in the Western Conference Finals, I think a helicopter would be grabbed. You know, because this would be so, I mean, this would be hilarious. Like, because Bla- if there's one fan base that I know would bring it back up and bring it full circle, is the Blazers fan base in April and in May sitting there and going, remember on January 17th when, you know, the Blazers finished one game out of, like, they could have missed the play-in. Right. <laughs> or home, home court advantage is on the line and they miss it by one game. They're like, remember when DeAndre Ayton couldn't make it to the game on January 17th because it was too icy? Like, pay no attention to any other loss in between now and then. Like, that's the game that would have mattered. That's the reason. Right there. Also, um, I also had this thought. Why? You knew it was going to be freezing rain. Yeah. Why didn't we put him up in a hotel? Also, isn't there um, 
an apartment kind of thing in Moda Center? Oh, there you go. The why, Paul Allen's apartment. You why don't to... we just throw DeAndre Ayton in there whenever we think that there's going to be snow and ice? <laughs> just DeAndre Ayton. Nobody, well, nobody I mean, else. if anyone else wants to be, like, if anyone else lives on a hill, but everyone else made it in fine. Yeah. He right. didn't make it in fine. I think that we need to start putting him up in the, the little condo in the Moda Center. Sure. Yeah. Renovate we're not going to take a helicopter. You know, put some seven-foot bunk beds in there. Well, no, and... just only on dangerous <laughs> the, occasions. The whole team can stay there. Only on dangerous occasions. <laughs> this is foresight that the Blazers need. <laughs> Yeah, unless they wanted a better pick. All right. Then they're like, yes, stay on top of the mountain. Wait. Actually, DeAndre, can you take Anthony Simons as well? Hey, here's the deal. Blazers didn't even need it. And that was actually a fun game. And it highlighted mm-hmm. one thing in my mind. Actually, two Actually, two things were very pronounced mm-hmm. in that game. One for Brooklyn, one for the Blazers. We'll get to those after Will's Sports Center. All right, Portland Trailblazers, even without DeAndre Ayton, uh, and most of the Moda Center being empty, even though I did see, I did see, and I don't know if anybody else saw this, anybody else see uh, Big Souk? I did see Big Souk. He, he was, was sitting behind. He was sitting behind the bench. There wasn't any complaints about getting to the Moda Center. No, there sir. were complaints about getting into 1080 to the fan yep. to do your job. But yep, Moda but Center was fine. <laughs> easy driving. He was able to catch that hoops game last night. Mm. Ah, ah, he and his buddy Ryan, uh, great dude too. Uh, his buddy Ryan. Yeah, yeah. They I were think, they were at the game. I think I met him. Good guy. They, <laughs> I was like, oh, there he is. He's there. There's no way. That's like the bald white guy. Hey, with the big beard. Can um, only be one of two people. Big Souk was there uh, last night, and the Blazers won. Maybe he needs to go to all the games. But a couple of things kind of stuck out to me in that game. One, uh, boy, the Brooklyn Nets are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that that game, it says way more about the Brooklyn Nets than it does the Portland Trailblazers. And the Nets, over their last 17 games, 3-14 and 14, with Two of those wins coming against the Detroit Pistons. And the other one was against Wingstop. <laughs> yeah. So they are 3-14 and 14 over the last 17 games. Two wins against the Pistons. The Blazers are just 2-7 and seven over their last nine. Both of those wins are against the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Ownership of Brooklyn by the Portland Trail Blazers. But if you look at it, in for all of the uh, frustrations, complaints, and people that are upset about the Blazers being a poorly coached team, why don't you take a look at that Brooklyn Nets team? Mm-hmm. Because last night, from the Blazers actually looking motivated and ready to play in that game, to execution in especially crunch time of that game, the Nets are more talented because they are... I mean, if you look at their starting lineup, those guys have played in... You know, most of them have played either every single game over the last 10 or nine of the last 10 games, right? Mm-hmm. The Blazers were the better team last night. And, look, they, they won in Brooklyn on in that two-week trip and then laid two massive eggs immediately following it, including a 62-point loss. But when you look at Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons, this is the other thing that, that stood out to me. Having a one-two punch in closing time, how important it is, how necessary it is. Mm-hmm. Because you saw Grant opened up things for Ant, who had just been... I mean, the guy's still having to work his butt off to get any semblance of a clean look. Right. 
and having Jeremy Grant in closing time and in crunch time, that fourth quarter, those two guys combined for 27 points, 14 from Grant, 13 from Ant. There was balance, and you saw things open up for Anthony Simons. And those two guys come up with, I mean, two incredibly clutch buckets at the end of the game. The last two possessions of the game, you have Grant with the follow and then Anthony Simons with the floater to win it. I mean, those two guys came up big, and you have you had a one-two punch finally. And, like, you're sitting there going, God, it's about damn time. It looked like basketball out there. Mm-hmm. And this team has just been banged up, bloodied, beleaguered, like you name it. They've gone through it. And this, they're not a good roster to begin with. But it's at games like that you sit there and you go, all right, take a little hope out of a, a what what is a crummy season so far for Portland. Right, but it also comes from your two elder statesmen. Right, like, yeah. yes, Ant is young. I I think he's younger than I am, actually. Yep, he's what twenty five? No, he's twenty four. Yeah, wow. Okay, so but anyways, Ant has been in the NBA for multiple seasons. Jeremy Grant, he's been in the NBA for multiple seasons. Yeah, he's twenty four, man. Wow, I'm really old. Um, so when you have <laughs> two guys like that on this roster, and you get into these clutch moments where it is a clutch, it is a close game, and you need clutch play from two guys. Yep. These are the two that I would expect it from. And Shaden and and Scoot, I hope that they're going to show flashes of it at times. Yeah, but they're just not going to be at that level yet. They're not ready. They're nineteen and twenty. Well, Scoot, and they shouldn't be at that level. And yet. Scoot coming back off the bench because you have Anthony Simons, Malcolm Brogdon back in in the lineup together. Right, Scoot. It looks more comfortable, and there's so much growth that he needs to have mm-hmm. because you just saw the Nets were forced to defend Anthony Simons differently when you don't have to just sag a guy or you don't have the luxury of sagging a guy in the paint because Scoot isn't going to make you pay from the perimeter, right? Right. He's not a shooter, and he's not a creator yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Well, sure, and that, there's a long way to go there, right? Right. But he looks more comfortable seeing the flow of the game, seeing how teams are playing, and then getting back in. His shooting, still not great last night, but this is a project. This is a process. It's not, it's not what anybody wants to hear. It is what it is. Right. Well, and everyone wants success right away, and everyone assumes that they should because there's a guy, you know, like a John Morant, who immediately comes and lights the league on yeah. fire. Luca, I know right away he didn't light the league on fire, but by the end of his rookie year, I remember watching him make all sorts of clutch buckets. Sometimes it takes guys time to develop. I mean, shoot, I grew until I was 21. I know lots of guys literally added inches to their height after. Not saying that, you know, all of a sudden now he's the admiral and he's going to grow to be (laughs) 6'9". That's not what I'm saying about Scoot. But... When you're 19, you still don't have full control right. of your his, body. His body just needs to fill out a little bit more. And he well, is you just don't put, have control of it. He's put together. But right. like, there's a long way to go there. And this Blazer there. season, there haven't been in very many palatable games, watchable games, especially in this stretch. We got one last night. And appreciate the little bits of goodness. You got a one-two punch. I think this is way more concerning for Brooklyn than anything else because they're in it. Like well, they're, they they're are not young. No. They're not what the Blazers are. Uh, no. And so uh, next up, you got the the Indiana Pacers coming in tomorrow night. Will they have Pascal Siakam? Pascal Will it be his Siakam. debut? Yeah. Although he might debut tomorrow or today. Excuse me. That would be a quick turnaround. I don't see that. Um, he may not even be ready to go. They said 48 hours was kind of that, that window. It says he's a game time decision. They haven't made a call on bum, it yet. Bum, bum. Imagine he comes in. They start calling plays. He goes the wrong way. 
Yeah, that would assume that they're going to be just running plays out there. He's just going to be like, get ball. Be good. Give me the ball. Let me go All score. Right. 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text on Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at VancouverFord.com. Um all right, let's get uh, let's get into a little bit of football. Got some news heading into divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We will have our picks coming up at two o'clock uh, today, so stay tuned for those for the divisional round picks. And one contender just showed signs that uh, a late addition may pay big dividends. Next on the fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. All right. uh, Hey, we got something cool coming up for folks. Uh, We have the Fan Golf Classic, as we know, every summer. It's a great time. We are unveiling now the 1080, The Fan, first annual, wait, wouldn't it be the inaugural? The inaugural Fan Winter Golf Classic at X-Golf Tualatin in X-Golf Vancouver. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's going to be Tuesday, February 27th. You can sign up your threesomes now. Uh, you can choose from either the noon round or the 4 p.m. round at either X-Golf location. Uh, Danny and I will be broadcasting live from X-Golf Vancouver. Isaac and Souk will be at X-Golf Tualatin. Winning threesomes get a free foursome this summer at the 10th Annual Fan Golf Classic. Last place, you got winner. We got something for that, that too. The last place threesome will receive a free lesson at X-Golf because you need it. Because you're pretty damn terrible at golf if you're taking dead last. Well, couldn't that be the simulator? Can't you just instantly blame? Like, hey, it's not my fault. The simulator's broken. Yeah, and get a free golf lesson, too. That's true. Yeah, go to 1080thefan.com for more information and to sign your threesome up now. Again, it is the inaugural Fan Winter Golf Classic at X Golf Tualatin and X Golf Vancouver, Tuesday, February 27th. Go and sign up now. Ooh. Two flights for you noon in Vancouver. Four in Tualatin. Uh, go and get your signs up now. Get it. Might have to try and make my way out there. Yes, yeah, you should. As you should. We got divisional round action in the uh, NFL playoffs. We, hey, two sleeps away. Tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, we get uh, divisional round playoff action with the, the one seeds, the two teams that had buys uh, last week, the Ravens and the 49ers, as Baltimore's getting ready to host uh, the Texans on ABC at 1.30 on Saturday. They just activated Dalvin Cook to their 53-man roster. Dalvin Cook obviously signed this year with the Jets. Did not go very well. He didn't, didn't look the good. Ground. Their offensive line is doo-doo. Got Aaron Rodgers hurt. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. He's sitting there like, I signed up for this? He's like, I thought I was going to go play for, you know, play with Rodgers and a, an explosive offense with Garrett Wilson on the outside. Wrong. Nope. You not did explosive. not. Well, you played with, in a horrible offensive system, horrible offensive line and quarterback play that was subpar. To be fair. To be fair. Rodgers' Achilles did explode. So it was an explosive offense at times. For f- four plays. No, no, no. His it, One play. It was explosive. One play explosive. For his Achilles. That's right. That's right. Boom. Well, so you're not wrong there. But Dalvin Cook, uh, he signed with the Ravens. Uh, heading into last weekend's action. And it was like, hey, this could be a sneaky little move. 
because he, or I guess it was a week prior to that, because it was like you get two weeks of action with him because mm-hmm. he signed right after week 18. He got last week to prepare, gets this week to prepare and just kind of learn the offense, learn the ins and outs. Dalvin Cook is not going to be a game changer in the divisional round of the, of, of the playoffs. He may not even be a big factor in the conference championship or Super Bowl, but he is a changeup for a team that needs help in the running back room and is a contender, an immediate contender. Hell, they're the number one seed in the AFC. They get the Houston Texans this weekend. And if you look at you know their running back room with J.K. Dobbins on the injured reserve, you needed some some depth. You only have what uh, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, two running backs that they have right now. I believe Hill Dalvin tore Cook up his knee. Will get some action uh, in in short order. How effective he is, I don't know. But he's a guy that can catch a ball out of the backfield very effectively. He can be a safety valve for Lamar Jackson. Come playoff time, you're going to need that for Lamar. And the creativity that you can have offensively with a quarterback that can kill you with his legs. And as we've seen, the growth in uh, Todd Monken's offense of Lamar Jackson, the comfortability of him in the pocket and throwing downfield has been incredible. Well, come playoff time, having a back out of the backfield who is as good of a receiver as Dalvin Cook is, that can be a big advantage for the Baltimore Ravens. How often and how much run he gets, that's to be determined. I don't know how effective he's going to be, but that could be one of those sneaky moves that you go, okay, all right. Is he going to be the like an MVP or a guy who's you know the focal point of the offense? Absolutely not. He's not. But at the same time, you look at the way that Baltimore is kind of churning forward and you opened up that practice window with Mark Andrews last week as well. Still a ways out. I think he's still in his ramp-up phase, which is going to take he another week. He got cleared week. a week ago. So he's got at least another week of his ramp-up. If you can get past this divisional round, all of a sudden you're starting to get back on the right track and you're getting healthier. And having Mark Andrews as your safety valve at tight end, if he can come back and be effective and then have Dalvin Cook on the outside – all of a sudden, an offense that has been explosive gets even more explosive at the right time. Well, I feel like Delvin Cook now fits that role kind of like Leonard Fournette did with the Tampa Bay team that went off and yeah. won their title because he is more of a bruiser back compared to Hill and compared to Edwards, right? Hill's going to be more of a speedster. He wants to get onto the outside. He wants to use his speed, get away from everybody. And then Gus Edwards, he's more vision. Hey, where can I set up my blocks? So it gives you a third punch, and it gives you a third punch that's different than the first two. But I feel like when I watch this Ravens team, I don't even know how much – yes, the running game is going to be a factor, but with the growth that we've seen in Lamar Jackson's passing abilities this year, I mean, shoot – we're talking in the offseason, they wouldn't extend him or they were dragging their feet on extending him because he hadn't proved that he could win games in the pocket. Mm-hmm. You've clearly seen him make that adjustment and make that leap forward because he always said he could do it. They just didn't run an offense that fit that. If they're going to go on this run, which I think this is the most open the AFC has been in the last four or five years because you've seen the regression of the Chiefs, it's not going to be because of this run game. It's going to be because of... Lamar Jackson continuing to play as the best player in the NFL, which he did all year. There's a reason he's going to win the MVP. He's been smart about how he runs now. He runs much more like Mahomes does, right? Lamar is much more explosive than Mm -hmm. Mahomes. He's faster. He's more elusive. Don't get me wrong when he's running. But he picks and chooses his spots. When Mahomes runs, 
It's because he knows he can get 15 to 20. Yep. When Lamar runs now, as opposed to last year, it used to just be, oh, my first read isn't open. My progression isn't there. I'm running. And he'd get four or five and take extra hits he didn't need. Mm-hmm. You're finally seeing him grow up and go, I can use my feet, but I need to pick and choose my battles when I use my feet. And then he also has a wide receiver core with Zay Flowers leading the way. That guy is fun to watch. He's explosive, he is, man. and he's fast. He runs crisp routes. He can run the That's deep ball, say. but he can also run those short little slants and those little drag routes and turn them into a three-yard catch and turn it into eight yards, you know, ten yards uh, run after catch. So this team is going to go as far as Lamar wants to take him. I really believe that. It'll be fun. This is going to be a fun game. Houston and in Baltimore, weather may play a factor. It's supposed to be like 28 degrees. It'll be cold. Houston Playoff having weather. to go outside. Yeah, yeah. Much like Tampa Bay up in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're turning the AC on for that game. Oh, watch out now. Watch out now. What? Watch out now. All right. Uh, hour number one is in the books. Hey, let's get to hour number two. Um, boy, the next domino to fall is going to be a big one no matter where you look. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.